to Salam Nerds Podcast. Thank you to our supporters. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. It's your boy Neebs, aka Watch with Neebs, and I'm here with my co host Jeff, aka DJ Never More Than 12. <laughs> 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 never more than 12 oh, dude oh. when that line drop man when that line drop i was i was out of my seat i was like yes yes it was that, he, that had hype. if he didn't give it away at that point i would have been so pissed like bro <laughs> are you trying to die yeah. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> well, listen, we got to introduce our guest this week, man, because we got an awesome guest. Uh, someone I met on Twitter. Uh, I've been following this person for a while. Does a lot of Rogue One stuff. Does some Game of Thrones. T- tons of stuff on Twitter. And he goes by Star Wars Lawyer. What's going on, Star Wars Yo. Lawyer? How are you? Hello. What have we here? Thanks for having me. It's great to to be here on Salam Nerds. Damn, your voice is so nice, man. You have a better voice than all of us. <laughs> want to take over our podcast? <laughs> I want to try to talk. I can't even do it, man. I can't even talk like Yo, you, bro. Damn. I know. You got to go. You got to get the vocal fry voice. going while you're talking. Deep voice, yeah. You know, <laughs> and then if, you know, you pull it out the chest, you can do the everything the light touches is all kingdom. <laughs> 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 he's saying do vader now <laughs> oh man oh, uh, well man. well speaking of, of vader uh hold on nice oh nice he's coming together oh very very cool listen tell people a, a little bit about yourself man give give us a little bit of intro tell us a little bit why are you called star wars lawyer first of all whose lawyer are you <laughs> uh yeah so my name is chris aka star wars lawyer uh i i am a lawyer in real life um i make content star wars content obviously but i talk marvel dc uh game of thrones house of the dragon rings of power oh pretty much most nerdy things uh i have a podcast called too black too nerdy that i do with my co-host also named chris uh i'm on tiktok twitter instagram twitch uh i think that covers everything all under star wars lawyer and i just talk about what i want Oh man, that's awesome, man! You don't just do Star Wars; you do like tons of things to diversify your law degree. <laughs> yeah, he's allegedly one of the best lawyers in the Star Wars galaxy. So, oh, I believe it! I believe it. Well, you know who needs a lawyer is Bix, man, because they are holding her under. <laughs> <Hey, yo>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the you know, uh, where, where's her? She she should be released. She gave him what 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 uh, they wanted. Uh, I I don't know if there's a Geneva Convention in Star Wars, but <laughs> it probably got tossed out the window with the Empire. But uh, yeah, no, uh, she, it it was rough for Bic. She she definitely needed some representation. That 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 it's some uh, that's some Gu- Guantanamo shit, man. That's some waterboarding. That's some mm-hmm. uh, early waterboarding. Uh, <laughs> that's some torture right there, man. That I, was I, that was I, wild. 
I was expecting for them to give us the sound. I, I was hoping it, for it too. <laughs> I think it was creepier that they didn't, and then we just yes. heard her scream. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I think man. that's because like well. there's no sound they could have played that would have either been appropriate for Disney Plus or would have given us a reaction to, you know, actually feel like visceral pain from just listening to it. I mean, they could have played It's Friday by Rebecca Black and that might have done it to me. It's no. probably the new Taylor Swift album, to be honest. Just kidding. Just kidding. Right, I swear to God, I do not want to mess with the Swifties. I'm just yeah, kidding. bro. Do not get us canceled. <laughs> this is gonna be the top ten YouTube uh, like watched video, but then it's just gonna be because it's gonna be filled with how the, the Swifties are gonna come for you. No, no. Neves, what never. have you done, man? No, you I would never. Job. I would never. I would never. But Doctor Ghost, man. What was his name? Doctor Gorse. Oh man, that guy. I feel like that is such a good character. We have to see them again because he was menacing. He was scary. What do you guys think? Yeah, he was just very, he was very quiet, very direct. And it's the calmness that makes it all the worse. Because if he was like your stereotypical creepy, like, ooh, I, I enjoy causing people pain. It's like, okay, we've seen that before. But he's like, no, he's like, it's going to suck for you. Um, but, you know. It's not going to be too physical. Just let me know when you're done. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Uh, Pat in the comments, like, when the franchise makes me wait for the screams of children. <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah. Solid. This reminds me of, uh, you know, I hate to get political, but this really does remind me of Jamal Khashoggi when he was murdered. Mm. And the murderer's like, yeah, just put in headphones. You won't hear him scream. And I'm like, oh, fuck. That's wild. That's that Yeah. <laughs> so, like, this is exactly what was happening. They literally put the screams in headphones so no one else would hear it but yeah. I, I i really do love the way they're showing the empire and how just like they're so cold in such scenarios Ruthless. when they talk about salman pak and they're like oh i want to hang him and she's like yeah go for it what do you want to do mm-hmm. yeah go, right. for it? go hang that guy we don't care that was wild to me what are your thoughts? And, it, and this is like a, a precursor kind of because we never really see you know, we see like Leia, the the torture droid comes in. We don't see what's a result of that. With mm-hmm. Han, we know he's in the machine and then we just hear him screaming on the outside. So I right. wouldn't be surprised if what they use in this is what they use on Han. Because mm. uh, I don't remember seeing a, a droid on um, on Bespin. But if it's, you know, just those headphones and whatever they use, they could easily transport that. Yeah, Someone said torture anywhere. Someone said in the comments that the way they show Biggs in the interrogation room and the way the door closes and the music pops up is exactly from the uh, A New Hope and when Leia was being interrogated. Mm-hmm. So that's very plausible. That is very, very plausible. God damn. This means Leia was even more of a badass because she was able to resist all that. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yo, I, yo, Leia was a badass when she was a little girl. That little girl killed it. In- <laughs> oh, <laughs> that yeah. was my favorite part. In Fantastic. Kenobi. Oh, man, so good. Um, all right, so let's talk about when uh, Deidre is in the meeting and she's talking about the access and she's connecting stuff to Aldani and they really pick up when, like, they realize that Andor shaved, like, man shaved, and that gave it away. Which I <laughs> yeah. thought was wild, and it's pretty cool. And I like that whole scene because um, one of the things that I read is that, like, you know, when she first did this in these kind of meetings, because she's had these meetings before, and it was all like, yes, girl boss, show him. And now it's like, yo, you're pretty much just a fascist. Like, the mm-hmm. girl boss moment's gone. You're 
you're just as bad as them. And it's kind of like, you know, society, the, the yassification of capitalism, where they just like really don't want to dismantle the patriarchy. They just want to seat at the table is something that's been a conversation for a while. And I love that this show kind of throws that in there. It's really, really cool. Uh, what are your thoughts? I think with having, you know, Deidre there, I don't know what the actual name is, but the the black guy that has sort of been trying to dump on, on Deidre, I don't even mm-hmm. remember if they said his name, but I think one of the important things about when you have um, this commentary on fascism and imperialism and you have more diverse faces there, what it shows, what it also, you know, it demonstrates in real life, that there will be members of the oppressed that will essentially be overseers in the system of oppression because it's uh, that crabs in a barrel mentality, you know, Mm. like, Hey, I'm gonna get ahead and make sure that I'm secure and maybe my family is secure. I don't care about y'all. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And even later in the episode, remind me to come back to this because in the prison, we also saw that a bit too. Mm -hmm. So I will definitely come back to this when we're later in the episode and as for the uh the black a- actor from uh the imperial command his name is supervisor blevin blevin mm. okay yeah but like speaking of, of deidre like i just want to say the actress as much as i hate this lady is fantastic she, oh, she's, she's amazing she's killing it dude the way she makes me hate her like oh my god she's so good she's so good <laughs> just real quick uh, in the comments uh, Pat's like Andrew's beard is Superman it's like Superman in his glasses like <laughs> very <laughs> accurate <laughs> that is true that is true oh yeah, man back to you uh, Deidre yeah like even like the way she was like staring Bix down and like her, yeah. the way her eye twitched I was like mm-hmm. oh well, just good. her facial features give so much like oh man she's so good at ha- making us hate her mm-hmm, mm-hmm fantastic that's how you know it's a phenomenal actress oh yeah when you when they're when they make you hate them like oh you did a very good job here and i'm pretty sure she's like a really nice lady but like right now perfectly fine yeah (laughs) i know i know i'm just like oh i hate her but you know what speaking of like actors who you like don't like their characters freaking karn he he's come back zero oh my god that guy, that that guy's got it bad. He's down bad right now. <laughs> okay, I don't blame him for being down bad for Deidre, but like, bro, like, okay, this man is has got a playlist of songs. Like, I, I put one on Twitter. And I was like, maybe I just need to make a playlist or ask people to like contribute to the playlist. Like, this man is singing "One Wish" by Ray J about Deidre. <laughs> you belong with me by Taylor Swift about Deidre. You know, like he, you know, he he's just got a playlist of how he's down bad for this woman, and she knows his name, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. I want to read. I want to read a comment that um that JJ wrote. She goes, "Their sex would be so vanilla and pasty, and, <laughs> and it would just be missionary where no one finishes." And after Deidre staring at the ceiling with things, did I shut my laptop off or did I put it to sleep? <laughs> and Cyril goes and cries. Yep. <laughs> ten out of ten. Accurate. Oh man. Oh, and then Pat in the comments again like, "I want Deidre to get in my face like she got in Bix's." Well, yeah. <laughs> we're all there buddy okay <laughs> no one's no. judging you here <laughs> the sexual tension between them just made me so uncomfortable <laughs> i hope they don't get together i i really hope they don't 
Like, I want to root for Deidre, but then if she's going to end up with fucking Cyril Karn, no thank you. Yeah. You like the, that? I, Go ahead. I see I see people that are just like, oh, I want them to get together. And I'm just like, dog, that's like nails on a chalkboard to me. <laughs> it reminds oh, no. me. It reminds it reminded me of the Family Guy episode of British having sex, like, almost, almost, almost. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> God, I don't want to see so that. Funny. No, no. But she did give my boy a promotion somehow, or did she not? I don't know. They left that a little ambiguous. Yeah, it was like, I didn't do anything, and but also, I gave you a second chance. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, I can't get I can't get behind Cyril though because you know, it, it's it's the obvi- obviously he has this this uh, strong sense of justice, but at the same time he was unable to see that he could do something wrong or the imperial uh, mechanism could do something wrong unless it was done wrong to him. Yeah, right. The empire is perfect. Except it's the one instance, right? Right, yeah. Like so, those two workers, like, oh, they were my coworkers, and they were murdered. And and his his, you know, his supervisor got it right. He was like, they were doing something they weren't supposed to. They probably tried to rough up someone. They roughed up the wrong one, and they they found out. Mm-hmm. I like I Pat. Found found out. I like Pat coming right here. Cyril got you just LinkedIn page bookmarked <laughs> on oh, the hollow name. It's his background. <laughs> it's his background. Yeah, of course. Oh, he has God. the hearts and everything, like. You know those like uh what those like three by five pictures you had yeah back in like high school <laughs> and then he probably has one of hers. Mm-hmm. I bet you he's singing that Taylor Swift song like "You Belong with Me." <laughs> yeah, oh God. he's that bad. Uh, oh man, you know. oh man. But look at the way his mama treats him, man. His mama's all up in his business and like, homie. Like, oh, you trim your hair. <laughs> I mean, okay, you know, Cyril has a degradation kink and uh, Deidre has a praise kink. It's just you know. Mm. Uh, I guess smash made in heaven then. Yeah, oh, shout out man. to uh Kels discount Sansa start. <laughs> oh this is some Freudian shit, man. Yeah, the way his mom treats him. Oh man, that's crazy. Also, I want to know who Uncle Harlow is. He's seen he he better be somebody famous. He better be somebody. You can't keep name dropping him without like him popping up at some point. I know. Point. I know. I gotta know who Uncle Harlow is, man. Watch him be you Lauren, but just you know, they just call him <laughs> Harlow. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be so mad. <laughs> oh man! All right, man. Um, let's. You know what? Let's save the prison later. Let's talk about Mon Mothma and the whole West Wing storyline that's going on, which is like really, really cool. I'm really starting to get into all the politics and all the mm-hmm. little like um, what's that Kevin Spacey show, House of Cards? It's like the House yeah. of Star Wars right now. It's so awesome. What are your thoughts on that, Star Wars lawyer? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just uh mom Mothma, you know hitting her head up against the wall like we know she has a few you know allies in the center you can hear them in the background i i want to see more of them um even though if if i had to think we know like bale is uh working with the fulcrum agents and in in the rebellion that way um i wonder if he and mon know what the other is doing at this point we know they do by the time rogue one is going on and possibly rebels um at least rebel season three and four so i i'm very curious as to if we are going to get any of the uh other rebel sex like if you know mon gets connected with them 
um, or if uh, Luther, 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 Luther is connected to the other ones, or is he only connected to Mon? Because Luther seems like the guy that he has. You know, we know he knows Saw and um, mm-hmm. the guy that's going to attack Spellhouse Krieger. But Krieger. does he is is he like connected to all of them, and is just you know bouncing around to when things need to get done? So there's a thing about that. And it's fascinating when you think about Rogue One and how all this ties in together. Mm-hmm. So we know that Krieger was the mediator and he was between um, Saw Gerrera and this other faction, right? Mm-hmm. And then we also know that there was an informant. I cannot remember the name of that planet. It starts with like a K, but it was in Rogue One, right? He's the one who got the original plan of the Death Star and gave it to Andor, right? Mm-hmm. For them to be there, right there, uh, it was on the planet where Krieger is. So for Krieger to be connected to the informant, and then for Andor to be connected to go to that planet in Rogue One... That means all of these factions are connected. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I know and exactly the, the only way it's possible now. is if Luthen is doing it. Yeah, mm, that makes a lot of sense. That makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Um, there's a lot of like money laundering going on right now with the Senate, mm-hmm. which I think is really interesting. So you know, follow <laughs> the money. I, I that that was really, like the tension is what really drives up because she's like, we got to be able to cover our tracks somehow. They're going to mm-hmm. do an audit, and you're like. When is the shoe going to drop, right? And uh, then you also find out all this stuff happening with her family. And then the reveal that Val is uh, her sister. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. That I was thought wild. it was Luton's daughter, but nope. It was my mom's sister. I think it might have been Josh Mesa Windu who I first saw say, like, what if Val is her sister? Because it it follows, like, the Chandrillan, you know, like, style of, of naming. And I was like, oh, you know, that could be possible. I was on the, you know, that was pro- prob- probably Luthen's daughter as well. But yeah. when, you know, I, I was surprised. Um, but it, it was it was really good uh, to see the sort of dichotomy of where Mon is and where Bell is. And Bell using Cinta's right. uh, words against Mon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was really, really cool. And like, it actually like, I actually appreciate the character of Val so much more when you find out that she's rich and she's privileged and she's doing all of this stuff and she's just like in the thick of it, right? And then her sister is there in the Senate and they're both doing it on different levels. Like, fantastic. I, mm-hmm. I didn't see any of this coming. It was really, really cool. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is my favorite Star Wars content. Like, I told point, you. I told you it's the point, best Star Wars show ever made. Yeah, yeah. It, it's phenomenal man it's so good and i just love the politics of star wars and as pat just mentioned right now one of the best scenes he says my heart dies seeing the light of the senate seats turn off as people just ignore mon and seeing the place so quiet like yes mm-hmm. that part got me too man and i'm it, i'm glad they used the uh the pause from what was it, episode three mm-hmm, or episode, mm-hmm. yeah like showing yep. the senate on coruscant i was like oh my god they're bringing everything back i love it and it's then- so true yeah, we're you know it's really showcasing that we're in the the twilight of the Senate because you know in a New Hope they're done, so mm-hmm. they got three years. What is this? Five years? Five years left? Yeah, mm-hmm. in the whole 
what, 10,000 plus year run of the Senate. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so funny that when the Senate, she's at the Senate, she's talking about it and she's talking about overreach. And we got Elon over here buying Twitter, dissolving the board and like <laughs> becoming the Emperor Palpatine <laughs> of Twitter. <laughs> Money corrupts, man. $8 a month. $8 a month. Yo, Slam Nerds is going to be verified. <laughs> we'll pay that $8 a month. <laughs> I'm so mad. Like <laughs> The check mark used to mean something, and now it's going to be bots pretending to be real. I mean, as long as I know the difference between, I don't know, like uh, Mark Hamill, the person, and Mark Hamill, the person that, you know, spelled his name with a one just so he could trick people into thinking he was actual Mark Hamill. Like, yeah. as, as long as I know that Mark Hamill is Mark Hamill, all right? You know, just like I, the people I care about, like that have the check mark, let me know that they're actually real somehow. So Dude, I actually my- own the domain DonaldTrump.com, mm-hmm. and it's like T R U. RNP. So the R and the oh. N look like an M. <laughs> yeah. Get it, Got get a it lot verified. of good donations from it. Get, get it verified, Jazz. Get it verified. I know, get it verified. <laughs> Donald Turnip. <laughs> oh, man. Send all the money to <laughs> Blue Action Political Action Committee. <laughs> uh, Pat says uh, also separatists were name dropped again in this episode and again showing them on the right track. I'm happy. Yep. Yeah. Anto Krieger was there. Saw mm-hmm. Guerrero was name dropped. Uh, Yo, we got to like, get Pat on the show. Pat's always dropping like gems in the comments. Yo, man. Pat, what are you doing next week? <laughs> get him on. Get him on. Um, no, but I, I really, really like all that stuff that's going on with Mon Matma and the politics. It's really, really interesting. Um, I thought it was hilarious that uh, Mon Matma's husband was like, oh, we got to find you a husband. And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and Mon just kind of smiles like, I know. <laughs> if only you knew. <laughs> I was like, you sure her husband isn't South Asian, man? Because that sounds a lot like somebody's dad. <laughs> like, uh, uh, you can't like, escape it. You can't it's escape like it. It's like Corliss from, you know, the House of the Dragons. Like, it's a yeah. phase. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. phase. <laughs> the phase uh, of her entire life. Yeah. Right, also, did you notice that uh, her husband and her daughter were sitting on the exact opposite end of the table? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Like, I, was like, I, Whoa. I, I don't get her daughter at the moment because i like she really gets along with her aunt she doesn't seem to get along with her mom but she does get along okay, with her dad she gets along with her aunt because her aunt gave her gifts mm-hmm. she's a spoiled I, rich kid yeah i'm pretty sure I, Perrin is turning uh leda against or lita against mon mm-hmm. you know mm. just like sewing those like the oh he lets me do whatever i want and you know just sowing those those sorts of discontent like oh she wants to leave the party go ask your mom you know Mm. those those kinds of things Mm -hmm. i feel like they're building up to something there there's going to be some kind of i think her daughter finds out i don't know no i don't (laughs) maybe who knows um sit later (laughs) all right let's let's get into the meat and potatoes of the episode and that's like the prison the prison Mm -hmm. Yo, pour one out for our boy Olaf, man. <laughs> just, I, uh, I, I was just like, after that first thing they shot, I was like, oh, he's not making it out this episode. Oh man, I I felt for him, and I was I was really sad. I was just like, no, just hang on, you're almost there, you're almost there, um, man. Andy Circus, bro, mm-hmm. bro, what a gift he is to the Star Wars universe. <laughs> this episode was 
all him. It was all him because like you see it every scene of him gradually just fighting with like his thoughts and he's so like sold into like hey i just gotta do my time i've gotta get mm-hmm. these guys to do this and i'm gonna be out i'm gonna do it i'm gonna put my head down and be out and then you see him slowly start to realize more and more and like by the end of it you're just like cheering it's so good it was built up <laughs> so well loved it like the whole episode cassian is singing uh they don't really care about us by michael jackson <laughs> and you know you know, and and, and Kino is just this entire episode. He goes from just folding his arms to nodding his head to the beat to now at the end he's you know dancing with Cassie and just like they don't really care about us. You know, <laughs> you know one of the speaking of like you know they don't really care about us. One of the things that he does is he says like nobody's listening. Mm-hmm. And at the end of Rogue One, Jane asked asked him, "Do you think someone's listening?" And he goes. I do. So it's like a little bit of a callback to that. And I'm like, oh, that's so mm-hmm. good. That's so good. It's like the poetry. Show. It rhymes. The show's so made good. for the nerds. And like, truly the nerds are going to appreciate every little detail that went into this whole but series. You know, you know what the realization is? We don't need space wizards and like space westerns to enjoy Star Wars. We can mm-hmm. just enjoy it for what it is. And I love it. So good. So good. Yeah, you know, it's the Mandalorian was a, a nice surprise when we got Baby Yoda. I mean, mostly it, it's it's without the Force, but yeah, like we yes, we all love Jedi and Sith and Force users, you know, like the Witches of Dathomir and, and things like that. But they're they're only a a fraction uh, of the universe that we right. get. And most of the characters mm-hmm. we get development for are not actually, you know. Jedi, you know, right. where you Han, Chewie, Lando, you know, Leia for at least two movies was, you know, uh, well, eh, you could debate the end of Empire, but you know, there are just so <laughs> many characters that we all love that are not Force users that you can build out that part of the universe and it still be Star Wars. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I do feel like there's something that this show does that other shows don't do like you know uh not only do they show like the unjust uh of the like you know court system and how unjust they are but also like prison being um you know so hopeless and like there's so much fear there and almost claustrophobia there and just like panic and you're just like you know what are we doing here like this prison it makes prison seem like the way it should be portrayed in Star Wars, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's wild because you're under this fascist regime. Um, what are your thoughts of like how they've been showing prison? Yeah, I think it's interesting because we don't have a lot of prison content in the Imperial era. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Clone Wars gave us uh, a glimpse in, in the Republic era, and it's what you would think you would see in, in a functioning democracy. You know, <laughs> uh, prisoners are treated humanely. Quote, you know, quote. they get their food. Uh, you know, they labor. go back to their cells. You know, yeah, just you just you know, like a little bit of labor. You know, they probably get paid as opposed to here, where they're just essentially in work camps, mm-hmm. right? Right. Like the food has no taste unless you, you know, like you win the the shift. Yeah. Um, so they're like they want to keep you nice and, and and fed because you're your livestock, your cattle at this point. Yeah. It's not that far different than having the what is it called commissary where you just get like money in your account like mm-hmm. it it it's wild man I, I I love the way that they're showing this and it's really I don't know 
bringing you into the Star Wars world. Like when you're watching like, I don't know, like Kenobi, you're not in the world. You're just enjoying the show, right? Mm-hmm. But this, you feel like you're in the world. Like I feel what 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 Andor feels. I feel what Bix feels. Like it, it's mm-hmm. so like, I don't know. It just like gets to you. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think any other Star Wars show does that. Yeah, because it's given the time uh to breathe giving you as you were the time to breathe in everything like i i think i first noticed it in the first couple of episodes with the music like i felt that the music really not just encapsulated the moment that it in which i feel like uh natalie holt did with kenobi but it encapsulates the world so where it's just like okay Oh, this awesome moment's about to happen, and then the score rises. Like, no, I'm in here with this. Mm. <laughs> Pat says, "You mean like most of the private-owned prisons now?" Exactly. Yes. Facts. Exactly. Like, like first time I've ever even th- noticed that was when I watched Orange Is the New Black. Like, I feel like that was the first time where I'm like, hmm, "Let me look into this," and I'm watching this again. I'm just like. Yeah, yeah, we for-profit done... prisons. Shout out to the Thirteenth Amendment, right? Oof. Oh man. Oof. <laughs> wow, Chris. <laughs> mm. Go off, my guy. Go off. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. Big facts. Big facts. That's what I'm, I'm here for, it, man. That's crazy. Like, there's nothing I can say to you as a black man. <laughs> make... <laughs> I know exactly what you're gonna say. <laughs> like. You're right, hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. It's 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 wild. And then you have like the other aspect of it where they can just like you know call in the Patriot Act, right, and just be like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're brown, you look suspicious. Um, yeah, we're gonna send you in Guantanamo. There's people in Guantanamo right now that haven't had a court date ever, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's wild. Uh, and something they're like, oh yeah, this would be like a few months since, but now it's six years. Six years. Yeah. That's wild. That's wild. I mean, it's not even six years now. Now it's just endless, right? Right. Because- yeah you know they're building the death star like let's be honest they're making the machines that are gonna build the death star mm-hmm. and if any mm. of these got out then palpatine would have a whole fuck ton of paperwork in the senate right mm-hmm. so he's not gonna let it get out meaning he's gonna kill everybody along the way and pretty much that lines up with everything that we've seen regarding the construction of the uh of the death stars we knew that the wookies were slaves for mm-hmm. i think both mm-hmm. death stars and, and building the equipment now it would make sense that they would have this prison labor pipeline for the death star materials yeah. as well and you you space everything out enough that no one's able to get the full picture unless mm-hmm. you're thrown and then you figure it out <laughs> True. i can't wait to see thrown <laughs> I hope he comes in this show like we see him at the very end or something. I doubt we will. I think they're going to save that for the Ahsoka show. But I hope the Ahsoka show does this format where they do like these episodes by three. Like I love the Mm. way they do that. It's like the first episode sets it up. The second episode builds it. And the third episode delivers. Right. They keep Mm. doing that. And it's just so good. And like honestly, I cannot wait for the prison break. Like he's going to go all Michael Schofield on here. And I Mm. am going to like lose my mind. I'm going to lose my mind when they prison break it. They've set it up so perfectly, and the fact that it's Andy Circus, like he's gonna be leading it. I'm like, mm-hmm. let's go. I don't see him making it out though. I don't uh, see him making it out either. He's like, he's gonna make. Character. He's gonna either sacrifice himself or he's gonna make it to the very end and get shot yeah. or uh, stunned by it, whatever they do on that floor thing. Yeah. Or he makes it, becomes a rebel, 
and then dies on the first mission. I know. I, I can know. see that. Ha- like he may not die this like three episode sequence, mm-hmm. but I th- you're 100 percent correct. He's going to die very early because we never see him again, and yeah. it's just going to happen either now or you know real soon. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Can Rip see Andy. That. Oh, man. But you know what is really cool? I I love the fact that you slowly see that Andor has been uh, slowly getting a lot of people on his side. Because when Mm -hmm. he went to go to make a run, uh, the black guy was kind of doing a watch out. And I was like, before, I was like, oh, is he going to rat him out? Like, no, he's in on it. And then Mm -hmm. they're like counting boots and they're counting like what's electric, what's not. And they're there's so much like strategy going on and he's slowly getting like more and more people on his side. And then the the last one was what's Kino, right? I mean, mm-hmm. once you got him, you're golden, you're golden. And yeah. I, it took, uh, it took our boy Olaf dying to, to make him see that. And the doctor came in and he's like, Oh shit, this is it. This is, we're never yeah. getting out. And uh, I think if you had Cassian after episode three, he wouldn't have been able to do this. But Cassian, after having worked with the rebels on Aldani, mm-hmm. does now understand the value of teamwork. He's like, there is no yes. scheming and scamming my way out of this. Like, I have to know people. I have to get to trust them and they have to trust me so that yep. we can get together because there's only one enemy here. Mm-hmm. that's so true because he was not about teamwork he was always about going it alone and then mm-hmm. in aldani he was like oh i understand the value of teamwork and now he's applying that in the prison mm-hmm. this is what makes cassian one of the best leaders of the rebel alliance Ooh, and makes so rogue good. one even better mm-hmm. i uh, the first thing i'm gonna do as soon as this uh, show is over then i'm gonna go watch rogue one and appreciate Facts. it from a new standpoint like i think that show is just gonna be oh delicious no, after no, like, watching this don't just do rogue one do like after Andor, do Rogue One and Episode Four. Like tie mm-hmm. it all together. Yeah, you truly yeah. see just how badass every character is. Mm, can't wait, can't yeah. wait, man. It, that, that's the one thing I love about Star Wars is that once like new uh, media comes out, you can watch an old one and watch it from a completely different perspective. It's like watching yep. it for the first time, mm-hmm. and it's really, really cool. I really like even Kenobi. Like when that came out, I want to go back and watch A New Hope because now there's so much like there and you understand the relationship that Kenobi had with Leia. It's like Mm -hmm. so solid and you're like, oh, yes, they know each other from way back. So Mm -hmm. it's really cool. Well, maybe, maybe not. There is a theory that he may have done a Jedi mind trick to make her forget who he was. I don't know. I mean, she just to really, keep her safe. Just to keep her safe. She was really excited in in a new hope where he's like, I'm here with Ben Kenobi. Ben Kenobi. Yes. And then, you know, that's right. Yeah. Right. He yeah, can't yeah. be leaving breadcrumbs like that. Like I don't know. Her I mind's strong, man. Her mind's strong. She's her mind is she, strong, but she's also a kid. She's stupid. But she, like, <laughs> but she doesn't know that where he is. Yeah. yeah. She knows but, he's a lie but then you know like let's say five years later someone comes to you know be like you know where obi-wan kenobi is and she's like who yeah you know just because he's like okay yeah i might have seen him five years ago but he could be dead now mm, but then very- why wouldn't they just like torture her yeah it's well, not above that <laughs> reva would be the only one that really knows yeah um, and because- reva couldn't mind trick her out of it either right and fifth brother torture body. dies 
yeah dies at some point you know in in rebels so it's it's like who who knew that obi-wan was actually there specifically vader. besides reva at that point and vader was essentially told by palpatine drop it or i'm gonna drop you mm-hmm. yeah but we all but then i wouldn't be surprised if vader got someone else to keep hunting him down yeah so if uh baby leia knew about all this her life and senator organa's life would have always been in danger i think for the safety of everybody he just i don't think that matters i don't i don't like like whether they knew or not like she was never in anybody's custody other than that time like also, Bail is, is Bail and Mon are probably one of those two senators that are going to be hard to touch because they are right. really beloved throughout the galaxy, and people really loved Leia. Yes. Um, yeah, the especially of Yeah, like especially when, uh, like, if you you've read Lost Stars, you know uh, when uh, she's there and like everyone's so enthralled and captured, they're like, "Oh, the Princess of Alderaan," you know, like the senator. Yeah, so like, I th- I think she's in a safe position because of who her parents are. Okay. I agree. I agree. Uh, Pat had one more comment. He said, uh, "And one of the prisoners is a rebel. The casting calls family and volunteers to go to Scarif with uh, Jin and Gen. Yep. Yes, that is yeah. the guy who is on top of the bunk of uh, Andy Circus." Uh, mm-hmm. He is definitely the same person in Rogue One. So, uh, at least two people have plot armor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two people are getting out at least. That's, that's, that's what we know. Yeah, uh, man. Everyone else is back to the prison break scene. Like I'm so hyped for it. Like there's, but there's still one more transformation we have to see Cassian make. Like we know he's willing to kill, and now we know he's willing to work with a team. But we have to see him willing to kill under someone else's direction and mm-hmm. not question it yeah because at that point like you're a full-on believer for the cause and you're just like i'm gonna manipulate this person and then kill her dad in front of her and i'm gonna be okay with it yeah. we have three more episodes and it's gonna three, happen three more episodes and season two yep and season two you guys think that we're gonna find his sister in season one or is that gonna be a season two thing season two i think her i think if i don't think he ever finds his sister i think uh she finds out about him like it's going to be an epilogue post rogue one mm. and she finds out that it was her brother along with others that helped put the plans in motion to destroy the death Ooh, star and I then a that. new rebel faction grows from it mm-hmm. that would be i really can totally cool. see that i can see that too man how tragic they never get to see each other again but still that's oh amazing. don't say that oh no <laughs> <laughs> no i want them what, to meet what is star wars if not hot people in pain persevering <laughs> <laughs> accurate okay vision <laughs> vishon, vishon. vishon. <laughs> I saw someone dressed up as that on Halloween. That was it was so good. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, listen, man. Thank you so much for joining us. This was really good. Anything else you want to say before we leave? Did anyone have any last thoughts that we didn't cover? Uh no, I, I think we I think I covered everything I wanted to say, at least right awesome. now. Awesome. Well, let people know where they can find you. Uh yeah, you can find me Star Wars Lawyer on uh TikTok, Twitch, Instagram youtube uh and twitter um also my podcast too black too nerdy uh wherever you listen to podcasts 
two awesome. black. It's like two like two fast, two furious, or like yeah, okay. number two. Or you do that, or you can do too. Both will pop. Bring it up. Okay. Mm, got it. Got it. All two right, black, man. two what? What was the nerdy. second word? Nerdy. Two black, two nerdy, and two Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show, man. And we'll definitely have you back on. Apparently, you watch a lot of the shows we cover, so we would love to have you back on yeah. uh, you when some of these me. shows come back around. Well, also hi Sue. <laughs> hey, hey Sue, Sue, how are you? What's going on? Thank you everybody for joining us on the stream. And yeah. we gotta get Pat, we're seeing you next week. All right. We gotta get Pat on the show. Um oh, yeah. and until next time, guys. Salam nerds. Peace. And we're